Welcome to We Are PPS, where we sit down to talk to the staff, students, and community partners working to make Pittsburgh Public Schools one of America's premier school districts, student-focused, well-managed, and innovative. I'm your host, Ebony Pugh, and today I have the pleasure of sitting down to sit with, talk with Dr. Kimberly Cruz, our Director of Equity. How you doing, Dr. Cruz? I'm doing very well. How are you this afternoon? Very good. Awesome. Um, so, Dr. Cruz, you were recently appointed the Executive Director of Equity, but this is not the only role you've had with the district. Can you tell us a little bit about your um, experience with the district and what brought you back? Absolutely. So I do want to go back maybe to 2014 when I was first introduced to Pittsburgh Public Schools. There was this interesting position that was called Senior Program Officer for Arts Education that intrigued me. But more than that, what intrigued me was knowing that this was a school district that literally highlighted that they wanted to eliminate um, racial disparities for black and brown students. And I was like, what? A school district is, has literally said that in their communication, on their website. So that was one of the draw. But in my previous role here at the district as the Senior Program Officer for Arts Education, um, I led the mission and the vision for the Arts Education Department. Some of the things that we did that I'm very excited about, um, we actually adopted new national core art standards. We created um, arts assessments district-wide. We did a lot of curriculum revisions and the list goes on and on and on. But that is um, kind of my experience prior to this role with Pittsburgh Public Schools. And what brought me back is the first thing that brought me here the first time was that um, that commitment to equity for all of our students, particularly students that look like me. And so that's kind of my full circle as to how I got here in the first place and what brought me back. So equity is a word that's often used in education, but when you ask people what equity means, you might get just different definitions or explanations of, of it. What is equity and how is the work of equity approached here in PPS? So the term equity, simply put, means fairness. Um, I think about a particular definition that I like more um, here lately is one by Dr. Um, Goldie Muhammad, and she said that equity is the teaching and learning that's centered on liberation, truth, um, freedom, um, and justice, and free from biases and favoritism. And I think that encapsulates exactly what equity is and what we're trying to do in the Office of Equity. Um, there are like two broad goals that we have in the Office of Equity. Um, one is to provide access. We want to make certain that all of our students have this kind of equitable opportunity to be a part of things and we support the things that they want to do and we make it easy for them and um, to have these kind of opportunities. And the second piece is that we are removing barriers. We want to make sure that our policies and our procedures and guidelines are stricken from hindrances that prevent our students to be successful in the things in which they want to do. That was a, that's a good, very good definition. <laughs> <laughs> so on August 24th, 1992, a complaint against the school district of Pittsburgh was filed by the Advocates for African-American Children in the Pittsburgh Public Schools, African-American Students excuse me, in the Pittsburgh Public Schools, led by the great Dr. Barbara Sizemore mm -hmm. with the Pennsylvania Human Relations Commission. 
charging that the district, so this charge that the district had violated sections of the Pennsylvania Human Relations Act. Mm -hmm. And the district and the advocates in 2006 reached a conciliation agreement, mm -hmm. and there have been um, other MOUs since then. Mm -hmm. um, a, a month after that initial adoption, was a they formed the Equity Advisory Panel. Mm -hmm. And I would like for you to talk, because we mid talk about the Equity Advisory Panel, but I don't think everyone might know their role mm -hmm. and how they work with the school district around equity. Could you explain to us? Sure. So the Equity Advisory Panel, um, form, or affectionately known as the EAP, mm -hmm. was formed in October 20, um, 2006 and it consists of a seven member panel that is largely made up of the original advocates um, for the um, original advocates of African-American students of Pittsburgh Public Schools. We also have members who are scholars in the area of African-American studies and African-American history. And then the district has the opportunity to appoint members to sit on the panel as well. And so what they are charged with is the monitoring of the MOU that you were speaking about. They are charged with advising, offering recommendations to the school district around what we can do to make Pittsburgh Public Schools a more equitable um, learning space. Yes, yeah, so this is definitely a group that's dedicated to equity. Absolutely. They've been working on it, again, since 1992. That's a long time. Yes, yeah, it's a long time. And just going to that long time, I mean, we've had, like I said, we had multiple MOUs, and I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, what is taking the district so long to reduce the achievement disparities? And um, what, are, what is the district doing to get at the bottom of this question? So that is... That is a good question. I, I think it's a very loaded question. Mm -hmm. um, when I think about this group of fierce warriors back in 1992 that really created or issued a complaint against Pittsburgh Public Schools, I'm sure that was unprecedented, um, revolutionary at the time, obviously. But in that original agreement that came 14 years later, so I want to kind of add a little bit more context around it. So even though um, the group of complainants filed something in 1992, the conciliation agreement was not agreed upon until 2006. Right. And so if you can remember where you were in 1992 or even 2006, but what it was stating is that the district needed to address and correct 94 items, ranging from instructional support, discipline, um, access to special programming, and, and the list goes on, but gave the district six years to do it. And so when I think about six years, relatively speaking, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. But then when you think about trying to correct something that has been systemically done, been done a certain way, that's not a very long time. So after six years, the district did not make any um, sub substantial progress. And so they couldn't say that we had done our part. And so what, what the EAP agreed upon was to offer the district two more years. We'll give you two more years to get it right, which have, would have been a total of eight years in 2014. 
And unfortunately, it still wasn't done to, again, 94 issues was not tackled or corrected. And so that then started the MOUs. And so had an MOU in 2015, and then another MOU in 2022. Um, what What I will say about the MOUs, I think it is important to add here is that it does allow the equity advisory panel to make some particular suggestions every time in which a new MOU is actually agreed upon. So when I think about the 2015 one, that's when um, the implementation plan was stated in the MOU to say, you know, maybe we need something to help as a to guide you through how to tackle these 94 issues and then now with the 2022 iteration of the mou is where we are tasked with an independent racial equity audit so you know sometimes it may seem daunting to the person who's outside of the office but what I appreciate with the with the MOUs is that it does ask us to do some things and hold us accountable to at least, you know, working to address those issues. Yeah, and I would add too that the entering the MOU has been equally um, the district and the board have come to the table to right. to also want those MOUs right. to continue because there is acknowledgement that there's right. still much work to do. Right, so it's not a one-sided right. agreement. It is definitely a mutual agreement. So the board approved the contract with MGT to conduct the equity audit. As mm-hmm. you mentioned, that's a part of the most recent MOU. What will be the focus of their work? What the current independent equity auditor is is seeking to find are some of the root causes um, to some of our inequities here in the district, some of the um, higher magnitudes of, of what's causing these inequities in the district. Um, at the, towards the end of their information gathering, they're going to provide us with a report. And within this report, we're hoping to, well, we will know, we will have a narrative of Pittsburgh Public Schools through the lens of equity. Someone on the outside who's not attached to Pittsburgh Public Schools is gonna let us know how we're doing around the issue of equity, and they're also gonna provide us with some recommendations. So you're doing this well, but you should, you, sh- you should do this, you could do this, and then it will help guide our work moving forward. And will there be opportunities for multiple stakeholders to have some input related to the equity audit? Absolutely. So when I mentioned about the information gathering or the data gathering, you know, we are charging our stakeholders to participate in in in-person and virtual focus group sessions, one-on-one interviews, um, digital surveys. Um, We are looking to our stakeholders to help us out because we need to hear from from you in terms of true authentic perspectives so that we have a an honest transparent report as to how we're doing um so other terms that may be used by educators and people may hear often but not not understand are cultural bias and construct bias what are these biases and how can they impact student learning so cultural bias is more around someone else's cultural understanding or their cultural 
standards. And so when I, when I think about that, we oftentimes see that being elevated maybe in assessments, um, some of the curricular material in which we use. But if I take an, um, if I use the example of an actual assessment, maybe one of the test items speak to a particular experience or use certain terminology that our students may or may not be familiar with. Um, thinking of a term with learning environment, we may, there may be a question that says, I don't know, describe your learning environment or what are some learning environments? But maybe for some of our students, they may understand that a learning environment is really just what they have or what they see every day in school, my classroom, my school building. Whereas maybe the person who's creating the test item is thinking of learning environments in terms of outdoors at a swim session or maybe um, with a small group of peers in a, at a book study. So something maybe a little bit more informal where maybe some of our students are thinking in more informal terms. And if that's the question, that could be a place where it is a cultural bias because I didn't see that term the way you intended that term to mean okay. for me. Right. For yeah. me. Okay. Right. Um, so in the end, when can we expect the results from the audit and how will the results be used? So we will receive, and this is one great thing about um, this particular um, contractor or consultant that we use, um, MGT. We will receive our final report late August. And what excited us about this particular um, vendor is that it wasn't this prolonged type of um, work because they believe, as we do, they wanted us to get to the work, get to doing the work and not prolong the actual research that will guide the work. So we will actually have a report at the end of, at the end of August and they will make a presentation to our board, our superintendent, as well as the EAP and any other stakeholders who like to be present at that particular presentation. Yes, we definitely want everyone to keep an eye out for when yes. that happens because we want everyone to um, be on the same page right. about the work moving forward. Well, that, I could talk about this topic mm -hmm. a long time. There's such, <laughs> such a wealth of information that you could talk about mm -hmm. when discussing equity. So we'll definitely want to bring you back again. Okay. But is there anything particularly around the audit that you think I missed or you would like to share more about? I would like to share a little bit more about the Office of Equity. Oftentimes, there's this misconception that the Office of Equity is the only one who leads the work of creating an equitable school district for Pittsburgh Public Schools. I need to refute that. Um, equity is the work of everyone. We all have a stake in this work. Um, as a former um, arts educator, I think about things visually. And so when I think about the work of equity, it's more like a concentric ring. And we have all of these stakeholders in these outer rings with equity at this core. And so we all have work to do. We all have a responsibility for ensuring that um, we are dismantling some of these inequities and biases that we have so that we can have an equitable school district here at Pittsburgh Public Schools. Oh, that's a great point. You hear that everyone, equity, we all have a role to play in equity. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for and having me. We look forward me. to um, speaking to everyone soon again on We Are PPS. Thank you all. Thank you.